what do you offer the world? What do you offer to, to stimulate my mind or to, to actually get something going in my soul? What is happening? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Grand Eye Podcast. I'm with Justin Mahaley, and I am joined yet again by the Sauce Boss, one week out, Ross Flanagan. <laughs> we have amazing conversation, as always. He is the most requested guest on this podcast, so Ross is back on today just for you guys, and we have incredible conversation, as always. I don't even need to preface with that. You guys already know what it is. Leave us a five-star rating review, share us with your friends, tag Ross and myself on Instagram. Get ready. I'll see you inside. Hey! <laughs> Ross motherfucking Flanagan. That's me, motherfucker. Is that you? Are you hey, sure? Man. Do I have the right person? It is me. You can call me whatever you want. What do you identify is. as? Oh my God, dude. I am a fucking shark. I'm a winner. I'm a wolf. I'm a lone motherfucking G. Yeah, you are. You don't smoke with me anymore. You don't hang out with me anymore. Dude, I don't do anything. I like know. <laughs> You, I, okay, so. But I miss you. I, miss I do you miss you. I do miss you. But I get you back in two weeks. I do. That was, that made my whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for the people listening, our partner, Tony, one of our go, you know best friends, um, sent Justin a happy birthday. Yeah. And me a belated birthday. Yep. For a nice dinner for two, an experience. Yeah. Some Oki Toki. It's, 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 it's. Japanese restaurant. Yeah. So they, they do two seatings per night. There's 12 seats in the whole place. They only do two seats. It's it's very hard to get into. It's very expensive. It's very hard to get into. It's very exclusive. Better pay for this. I give them a lot of motherfucking money. I know. I know. <laughs> it's very, very, very exclusive. Um, and when I saw that come through, I was like, no way they did that for us. So Steven and Tony, I know you guys listen to every one of Ross and I's podcasts. That, Thank that, you guys. Love you. That was, um, that was an unbelievable, that was an unbelievable. Yeah, we get to, I get to have my friend Justin back. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to have my friend Ross back. I really do fucking miss you, but I, I love being able to support you and you know, however I Dude, can. And um, going off, of, I've been vlogging yeah, on my, YouTube. I know I love okay, it. Okay. So I, I, I have a thing. Yeah. I hate when people start shit and fucking fail. Yeah. And I've started a YouTube and then I got like, oh, should I start a YouTube? I, I have this vision I want to do for YouTube. I want to do these ruthless restaurant reviews. That's bros. Okay. That and I want you God. to be my co-host. We would kill Yes. That. And there's two types. I want an in-person one. And then I want a DoorDash where we set up like a podcast sort of yeah. thing, a live tasting Smoke a couple blunts. Well, that that that's what that's what that's what podcast number two is supposed to be. Oh, that's what podcast number two is supposed to be. And I've been able to talk to you about mm. that because oh, we have so much to catch up. To. I know we're setting it up right now because obviously we can't do it in the studio. We can't smoke blunts yeah. and stuff in the studio. That's what podcast number two is going to be. It's literally going to be ready by the end of May. There's so many restaurants here, like millions. I know, I know, millions of them. Okay, so my issue with the DoorDash thing, I love the idea of the DoorDash thing, but there's this, um, there's this uncontrolled that's, variable. That's the point. Though. So, but yes, but the restaurant has to plan ahead. When you get Loro door dashed, it arrives perfect yeah. and pristine. So we have to plan point. it. Yeah. They, they have to plan for this person to fuck it up. Yep. And this person might hit a pothole or this person mm -hmm. might take a hard turn or slam the brakes. That's the restaurant's job to prepare because that's just what, what, what do they call it? Like acts of God. Like yep. that's just acts of God. Right? That's just yep. humans being fucking humans. Right. Yep. So I love that idea. And I, that idea can be huge. You know, I have a food review page already set up on Instagram. No, I don't know. <laughs> 
No one knows that it's me. I have one and no one knows that it's me. It's really funny. I've posted like four or five times on it and I always forget to post, but I have a food review page and it's pretty cool. I mean, I got like 120 followers or something. I don't do it very often, but you're one in two weeks out. By the time this podcast comes out, you're going to have completed show one. We're going to be on to show two. Um, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that you fucking look good. I'm not going to say anything like that. Where are you at mentally? Um, oof, a little rough. Yeah. Um, I was telling Dom, what's today, Wednesday, maybe Monday. I was having a little bit PTSD. Okay. Of the indie show, of the oh, bombing. Oh, you've been anxious. Yeah. Like, um, it's been a year. I've been working a fucking year for this shot again. And I'm in the same position, ready, early, shredded, early you know, feeding, resting, doing everything that we're supposed to do. And then last year we fucking bombed it for something that was not calculated. So it's like, is that going to happen again? Mm -hmm. Am I going to show up on to get tanned and fucking like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not attracting this, but it is in the back of my head. Like I did everything I could one every single day, completely peeled to the bone, full rested, ready to go. And then what if I fucking like hop out of the Uber and get hit by a car? Like yep. some, like, yep. I just want to fucking get on stage and show people what I can actually show them. And nail it. I'm going to, that's what I want. I just want to land the plane. That's, I, I, that's only, that's the only thing. I don't give a fuck how I place. I just want to show up shredded to the bone, peeled, perfect tan, full, separated, confident, and we'll see what happens. That's all I want. This is interesting. This is interesting thought process. So you and Dom, you would say, when I view bodybuilding at the level that this is at, you and your coach are a team. Yeah. So it's not like, a, well, Ross did this or Dom did this. Like, it's you are a team. Yeah. So you guys didn't nail it in Indy. It might have been your fault. It might have been Dom's fault. No, it was it your was, fault. <laughs> I understand. So, so, but still a team. Yeah. And we, we, we win and lose as a team. Yep. And you didn't go off and start doing things on your own. You just, you, you stuck no, the we, course. No, I have a yeah. video. Of, yeah. You, you, I have the video of yeah. me with sunken in cheeks. Yeah. We cheers. I said, yeah. hey man, this is, we nailed our first uh, pro debut. Yeah. We're going to kill it. We cheers, drank yeah. the vodka. Then I popped an edible. Yep. And then I freaked the fuck out. I had, mm. you know, you, you know how many people don't, don't stay loyal in that situation? Oh, you know how many people just like bounce? Yeah, had nothing to do with Dom. Yeah, and I, I think there's a there's a line of professionalism that like the people who truly become successful. Have you ever seen this picture, dude? What picture is it? No, what the? You fuck? haven't seen this? What the fuck? That's insane. Can oh, they yeah. see that? No, oh. no, they can't see that. I wonder if we can edit that that in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, okay. you're in for a treat. So, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh. Okay, so the picture on this right here. Yeah. Picture is, on the left. Is while I'm taking the shot of vodka. Yep. Sunk in. Sunk in. Ready to go. This is when I woke up. Low key looks peak off season. Yeah. I must have, That's crazy. I must have gained 15, 30 pounds of water That's from cortisol. Crazy. Yeah, so I freaked out. I blacked out. I uh, completely hyperventilated, freaked yeah. out, um, woke up in the shower naked with the lights off, 2.30 in the morning, standing up, passed out. What the yeah. fuck? And then I started smoking <laughs> more and more weed yeah. to try to calm down. It didn't work. No. 
the opposite of yeah. happened. Yeah. And I woke up, I felt my face, I screamed Dom. And then his face was like this. No way. Yeah. It was just a complete water Buffalo. That was horrible. Yep. Still got sixth place. Uh, I think I was actually ninth. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. At oh, the end of six. Yeah. I was probably six at night show. Yeah. But, oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's sort of, that's, it's in the back of my mind. It's like, everyone's been waiting for this. I know. And it's like, is he going to fucking fuck up again? Yeah. So what's cool about you, Ross, is um, you've been able to create a fan base. I used to hate that word. I used to hate that terminology. Um, I've really come around to it the last like year or so. We have fans. And you know why I'm cool with that? Because we deserve it. Like you and I have great intentions with what we do. We're pretty fucking cool dudes. Um, We do really good work. Um, Not just on bodybuilding coaching. We just Mm -hmm. like, we just, we do okay work, you know? Um, Like you're someone who I look up to. And that's why, like I was a fan of yours before we were friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have a group of fans who just want to see you do so well They do, and just I nail love it. it. And I think there's something inherently motivating about that. I know like on the hard days of my preps, there was times where like the, the immediate support system wasn't necessarily enough to push it through. And you maybe read some comments or you maybe like just fall back on the fact that like, man, like these people who don't know me, like for some reason I want to show up for them. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? Do, do, when you're on your tough days, you're on the stair mill, you're doing your thing. There's one side of vision that's always on the, I just need to do this and get this done because I have a goal to accomplish. But there's this other intrinsic side that I believe we should be able to tap into as athletes. And mine was the support system, the out, outside of my group support system. What's yours? What's your secondary you're gonna, God, I hate you're gonna, you're gonna hate this answer. Uh, let me hear it. The reason why I love bodybuilding yeah. is that I have no support system. Yeah. I don't want one. There is every in in my opinion, a support system in bodybuilding is completely false. Okay. It doesn't make sense. You telling me in a group message that I got it yeah. doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. It doesn't get me up. It doesn't make me go harder on the cardio. It damn sure doesn't have me doing 40 minutes of the stairs and the last 10 minutes I go from level five to level 12. That text message doesn't do that for me. Yeah. I know the, the reason why I love bodybuilding is that I know it is a hundred percent on me mm-hmm. and no matter what they, no matter what my friends, my fans, the people in my circle, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't equate to anything that has to do with me. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I love that. And I think that it, at the end of the day, like when I go to bed, I can say I ate all my meals. Mm-hmm. I took all my drugs. Mm-hmm. I did all my steps. I did all my cardio. I trained like a badass. Mm-hmm. I got all my check-ins done. I did everything I was supposed to do. Me. Yep. Not you. Solo. How do you keep showing up? You're right now. What's amazing to watch is you're you're you have a roster that's growing, and you're showing up for your people. You're servicing your people. You show up for your flavor gang duties. Mm-hmm. You're showing up for the Instagram duties, for the YouTube duties. And you know what? I'm fucking sick and tired of Ross. I'm sick and fucking tired of these bodybuilders like acting like they had to give up so much, oh and this was such a sacrifice, and there was so much put into this. And, motherfucker, a hundred percent of people on a professional stage did like low key. Everyone, 
everyone did the same volume of work. Now, did some people do different levels of effort of work? Absolutely. Everyone had the same volume of sacrifice to get here. Yeah. All of these people that you're not fucking special because you think you're special and you're not special because certain situations happen in your prep. You're special by the way that you conduct your fucking self as a professional. Even if you're just an amateur still, mm -hmm. there's still an aspect of professionalism. Sure. You're special because of the way that you conduct yourself and the way that you show up for yourself and your duties. Yeah. And you show up for your duties. You've grown your roster. You've grown your knowledge base. Ross called me like three weeks ago and he's like, hey, I'm listening to this video on your mentorship. And I was like, you're, you're literally like four weeks out from your show, <laughs> like listening to this video. Like, that's awesome. You're continually leveling yourself up. I know you show you're like a lone wolf in your approach to bodybuilding. Does it keep you busy? Does it keep time passing? Do you have benchmarks of like, okay, if I get this done, then I can eat my next meal? Or do you literally just go in and be like, I'm just eating today. I'm just going to eat all fucking day from beginning to end. Like, you and mean literally I, or figuratively? No, figuratively. I'm eating literally all day. <laughs> and I'm still losing weight. But anyways, <laughs> how do you show up for this? Shit? How do you show up with such a positive mindset? You're on a fucking podcast, an hour and a half long podcast, oh, a man. week out. I, I wish I... I wish you could understand this person and see him. Yeah. My college football coach, shout out to Sherman Wood. Um, he is a character, one of the most inspirational person. He'd always say, now I have to, I wish you knew him. Yeah. He's so animated. He's from the South. Okay. Okay. And he'd always say, <laughs> any of uh, my, my college football teammates are watching this. You're going to do it with me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I never backed out from a challenge. <laughs> God, just like that. You never back down from a challenge. Yeah. So when I wake up, I, I, Justin, I do this every day. Yeah. And I think it's what separates People from being special mm. by default. Mm -hmm. Every day I set a goal, mm -hmm. a challenge. Okay. Today, okay, I have no cardio. Right now is no cardio in my plan. However, my structure is every single day I start my day with 60 minutes of activity. Okay. Whatever that is, 60 minutes on the bike, 60 minutes of glutes, abs, calves, 60 minutes of walking, 60 minutes. I don't care what Dom says. I'm doing 60 minutes. Okay. It's I need it for my body, okay. my brain, everything. I need 60 minutes. Okay. Okay. That's my staple. It, okay. It's been like that since day one of prep. Okay. Today I woke up. I said, I'm going to go walk to a de that de destination where I met you that one time. Yeah. There's a stop sign. It takes me exactly 30 minutes to get from the Quincy to that stop to this 40 mile per hour landmark. Okay. Okay. Well, I started that route, so 30 minutes, 30 minutes would put me at exactly 60 minutes. I started seven minutes late. Okay. So I'm in a deficit. Yep. Now you only got 53 minutes. 53 minutes to get 60 minutes of work done. And you still got it done? You want to know what I fucking did? I fucking ran it. I love you. I love okay. you so much. This I, is why you're one of my I favorite got, people. I got the 30 minutes down. <laughs> 
And then I said, fuck, I'm behind. I'm going to walk faster. And I'm like, dude, I'm not walking. I cannot walk any faster. I'm dying. I got to, um, there's a hospital right by the line hotel. Yep. I said, I got to fucking run. Yep. I got to jog. Yep. I haven't jogged. I don't right we're talking about. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to do this, but I got to run. So I started jogging. <laughs> and I can like, I can hear the feeling of the ground. Like people looking at me like, are we like, is this like nine 11 again? And then so I was like, I got to get off my heels. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to tear my ACLs. You're going to fuck yourself up. So I just started running on my tippy toes. I, like, I got this. I got this. And I looked at my clock and I, my watch and I'm like, I'm two minutes away. I can fucking do it. So I fucking booked it all the way up um, the barbecue street, right? Yeah. The, the barbecue restaurant. Ironworks. Yeah. Ironworks. Yep. And then up the 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 <laughs> concrete thing. And then I touched the Quincy doors at exactly eight a fucking clock. I have it documented. <laughs> I finished it in 53 minutes. If I saw, Ross, do you know what I would do if I saw you running down this, down Cesar Chavez? I, I'm, I'm. Wherever the direction you're going, I'm going to. I'm heading that same direction so, as well. So I do this with every single thing. Yeah. When I started my prep, I had about 70 clients. Okay. And I said, in 12 weeks, I want to have 100. Yep. I'm at 102 right now. Yep. Before the end goal. Okay. So I grossed. Well, no, I, I probably signed about 50 fucking people. But so many quit. So yeah. many people quit. Yeah. So I'm at 102. Yeah. My financial goal checked off. Yep. I had a goal with, I'm going to tell you off air, a huge yeah. deal. Yeah. Just landed, just signed it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and I have a bunch of these, these, these broad goals that are time-based. Okay. Like 12 weeks. And then I'll do mini ones. Like I alluded to on the Stairmaster. Um, if I'm doing 40 minutes, I want to burn 400 calories. Um, or 415 or yep. 420. Okay. And then the last 10 minutes, I fucking crank it up. You know, something yep. like that. I think if you if you build a life around these these goals and challenges, it's just inherent. Like I need that stimulation to be challenged. Absolutely. I need it. I cannot sit there and just like, well, I just checked my bank account and I have eight hundred and seventy-three thousand dollars in my checking account. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. What do I do now? What do I do now? This Let's doesn't match. mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I bought a bike, a road bike yeah. <laughs> and funny thing. I destroyed it How? on day four How? just for my legs. Yeah. I was going up, um, a hill on Monday or Sunday, I think just pedaling because Dom said no cardio. So I was just like, I need a meditative ride and the, the amount of force and torque yep, that it took broke the wheel off snap the chain and the entire gear mechanism. Oh my yeah. So I brought it to Mellow Johnny's and they were like, okay, yeah, you're, you can't ride this bike. So it's there now. Oh, so I have to, I'm setting these goals. I'm going to get into spin, you know, road biking yeah. and setting, you know, weekly miles, mileage goals and okay. all these things just to keep my, cause once I hit these challenges, I hit benchmarks and then I can go. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a, a process of life. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I was so much better at that in prep than I am now, but I can't lie. Like I, I, I've slacked off. I've slacked off a little bit. I allow myself to sleep into like six thirty. That pisses me mm. off really bad. Like prep was five a.m. wake up time every single day. 
I was at, I would walk to Lifetime, 515, I'd get be on cardio, I'd be on the same elliptical every single day, I'd get in the sauna, I would do my cold exposure after just getting the, do you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do do that. Um, I just get the freezing cold exposure yep. um, immediately after the sauna, and like, man, I was just getting so much, I built my whole mentorship in prep. Mm-hmm. And then like prep ends, like the, the, the reverse, I did the same thing through my reverse. Yeah. I killed the reverse and the reverse ended. And it was kind of like, what next? And I never really set a new one. So after this podcast, I'm setting a new one. Yeah. So it's, it's all about graduating, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't go from, so my first prep, Yep. I was a vegetable. I didn't do anything. Yep. I was like, uh, that's so bad. Yeah. That's, it, well, that's, so bad. that's what everyone does. I, it, it but then everyone as does. you get, you know, more mature in these preps, Hey, I can actually, you know, function better. I can make yep. more money here. Well, now I'm going to take that that same thing in the prep. You know, I messaged the team chat. I'm like, dude, I'm one week out and I'm fucking killing it. Yep. Signed up five people today. What are you guys doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Let's take this into the reverse. Okay, well, let's take this into the to the off season. Yep. And let's take this into the the prep, into the reverse, into the off season, and then into a prep yep. that's four sections. Yep. Tell me you are not going to be a fucking killer. Yeah, you're going to be an animal. You're going to really set yourself up. Yep. You just continue that, that process. Yep. <laughs> What's professionalism to you? Because when I look at you, and it's funny, before we were friends, I I, I answered a Q&A a long time ago. But like, I don't really look up to any professional bodybuilders other than like Ross Flanagan. It's like, I, I just don't. There's not a lot of people that it's like, oh man, you know what? You are fucking, you're the man. Like you're killing it. Like, there's just not. Um, because there's, it's just lifting weights and eating broccoli and chicken. That is. It's like, that, that's, what else do you have to offer? Yeah. What do you offer the world? What do you offer to, to stimulate my mind or to, to actually get something going in my soul? So I look at you and like you're a professional bodybuilder. Like when you show up on stage, um, like your posing is going to be on point. You're not going to have issues posing. Your, your, your look is going to be on point. You're not going to have issues with your look. Um, the way that you present yourself and who Ross Flanagan is and what bodybuilding means to him is going to be on point. The way that you get from the start of prep, which 12 weeks ago, to now has all been on point. Everything you've mm-hmm. done is on point. To me, that's what professionalism means. Professionalism isn't like, oh, well, you know, like we underachieved a little bit, so I'm going to fucking scrap everything that I'm doing and start over from scratch, and I throw a Hail Mary and hope that it fucking works, right? I agree. Professionalism isn't like feeling sorry for yourself. Yep. Like, uh, and professionalism is a lot of accountability. Mm-hmm. What is it to you? Are you strictly referring to what it what it means to be a prof- what it means to be a professional or the term professionalism? The, what does it mean to you to be a professional? Okay, because that's I have two yeah. very different opinions on those. One, do what you're supposed to do as hard as you can every single time. Posing, uh, diet, it's something that's not even thought of. Like when I get. DM uh, when I get messages, Hey Ross, I'm traveling for work. What do I do for my food? I'm like, what What do you, what do you mean? Eat it. Yeah. You eat your food. Like, (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying here. (laughs) You eat your food. Yeah. Nothing changes. What do you do when you're home? Yeah. You eat your food, right? You You do nothing changes. I, in my, in my hundred page ebook, when they sign up, it says traveling, nothing changes. You go to the gym you eat your food, you yeah. sleep in a different bed. Like yeah. nothing changes. Nothing. And that's what separates the people that want to lose weight or want to do this and people that do. Mm-hmm. Is when shit is 
out of your control or not the perfect timing. You know how many fucking people want to sign out with me and it's like, okay, well, what's holding you back? Well, my girlfriend has a new job. Yeah. And this and this and this. Yeah. I'm like, what are you fucking talking yeah. about? That's not inhibiting you yeah. from being in a show up for you. You are fat and you're overweight. Yeah. And you have to think about it. <laughs> that is the that is the most, hey man, I have high blood pressure. I'm type two diabetic. I need all this help. Okay, well, it's going to cost three fifty to change your life forever. Let me think about it. You've been thinking. What are you thinking about it? You've been thinking about it for your whole life. That is why you're fat. Let me talk it over with my wife. That's mine. That's mine. Let me talk it over with my wife or my husband. And honey, they not support stays you. Stays fat. You yeah. fat fuck. Yeah. They not support you changing. Like, dude, get over. Like, I can't stand it. I cannot. And then I all I like automatically want to insult them like you're a fucking cuck you're always going to be fat with that mindset and you're going to tell me you're not going to quit yeah you're going to even start and you already quit but right off the rip i'll still give them a chance oh yeah but right off the rip you know that this is probably a waste of my time yep but then there's the ones that hit you up and they're like ready to go yeah they're ready to go Mm -hmm. and they send you their pics and it's like hey man we're too fat like period to be an operating human being. We're too fat. Here's my rates. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to give you. What do you think? They're like, I want 12 months paid up front. I'm like, here's and the fucking link. Let's isn't go. the best when you're like looking at someone. Yeah. And this happens to me where I've had like four people drop out. Yeah. And there are those, all those four people, they sign up. They're like, I'm going to kill it. I'm not going to flake. I'm going to be so motivated. And you had the fifth one. You're like, here we go again. Yeah. A fat 35 year old dude that fasts, that works out in the morning and like does keto dieting. And I'm like, and then you start going and he's like killing it. Yeah. And like loving it. Yeah. And like, I have this guy named Zach. Yeah. Uh, he posts all the time. He's fucking killing it. Yeah. And I, I'm like, this is what I want. Yeah. These guys are just fucking killing it. Yep. And everyone else is quitting. Yep. This just like that, uh, that, uh, that like, um, what's it called? Not, oh my God. Sorry, guys. Telepathy's off. I'm not sure. Not a comeback story. Like under underdog. Yep, underdog. Underdog. Yep. Yep. Like, like Rudy. Yeah. You're like, yep. dude, you're gonna quit. Yep. And then like you're making gains. I'm like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? You impressed me. Yeah. I got a guy, I, I got a guy I should highlight here, Sam Kaufman. Awesome dude. Uh just actually released a book. So that's fucking awesome. I have um in my my bookshelf. Um, the one that has like my weed and my alcohol in it. My, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have five books in that bookshelf, and they were smoking all written by my smoking weed for dummies, drinking whiskey for dummies. <laughs> I got five books that are all books that my clients wrote. Oh, Isn't that, cool? that is very dumb. Isn't that cool. So, um, I, I, I have Sam's book, it's absolutely phenomenal. I'm currently reading one of my friend Justin O'Donnell's book, and when I'm done oh. with that, I'm gonna, yeah, you know, Justin, yeah, he's awesome. And uh, after I get done with that, I'm gonna dive into Sam's. So, Sam's awesome, busy. Like Ross, this guy's busy. Mm-hmm. He would fit in with with you and I extremely well. He's fucking busy. I was on his podcast a while back, um, traveling all the time, doing public speaking events. X Y Z started with me, and he was fat. He knew he was fat. He was fat. He hits me up, and like he's one of those guys that is like, oh my god, I get to change this guy's life because he is on. He's like, dude, I I have so much control over all my how life. Much better you would be if you're, yeah. you're dominating right now and you're fat. Imagine how much. Dude, he just sent me a check-in last week. We're, we're down a lot. Like, we're down a lot. And he just looks completely different. He has every excuse. He travels all the time. Mm-hmm. Every week he travels. Yep. 
um, wife just had a procedure and he had to, you know, now, you know, add more responsibility on top of his overloaders of responsibilities. He has every excuse to not kill it. And he just fucking kills it. Those types of people, like, and then you got neurotic, like bodybuilding athletes that like can't fucking keep their mental shit together when they only have one job and one purpose to do. And it's like, Sam's I couldn't do my here. training session because someone's on the Smith machine. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's over here with kids with uh, oh, handling his wife who had a procedure, handling this business that's blowing up, handling this travel, and he's killing it everywhere. Like you can't even handle, you can't even handle your neurotic bodybuilding goals. Like yeah. you motherfucker, like what in the hell? This is where I was telling you when I walked in, I was like, Ross, you've changed my life. When Ross came into my life, I was like bodybuilding coach, bodybuilding coach, oh, bodybuilding coach. I had, uh, uh, I'm not going to say the number, but uh, maybe I, I had uh, 80% of my athletes were bodybuilding clients. Now it's like 50. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it is fucking awesome to have more lifestyle people. They're so grateful. Number one, they're fucking grateful. Yep. Number two, like with my price point and, and, and my signaling, which is something I've chatted with you a lot about, I've, I've tried changing it a, a, a bit um, as much as I can with it still being in my belief system. I get some really serious lifestyle people, like people who really want to change mm -hmm. and people who have good communication, people who are going to work hard. And honestly, I hold the same standard for them. Now, with your diet, you know, you're traveling, you're doing these things, you're whatever. I expect you to go out to these restaurants and have a plan. Yep. You can go to Cheesecake Factory and stay on your fucking meal Dude. plan. They have everything in back. Can I Can I interrupt you here? Yeah. I have a new client who uh, is killing it. Her name is Rhea. Rhea, if you're watching this, good job. Keep Great job, Rhea. Great job. Um, lifestyle athlete. Okay. This is the one that was averaging 3,000 steps a year. <laughs> Now we're at 14. Wow. Okay. Wow. And uh, this is just a quick segue. She goes, I'm going out to blah, 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 blah. What can I have? And I go, Rhea, this is going to be the same answer. Steak and veggies. Yep. Chicken and veggies. Yep. Anywhere you go, you can have that. Yep. Just ask for it. It's that easy. It's that easy. They have white rice. They have brown rice. They yes. Baked potato. Is, people romanticize. Mm -hmm. And I was talking with another Client Irene, Irene did another good job here. Um, same sort of situation. Good job, Irene. They 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 romanticize like dieting. I know. I'm like, you guys put so much effort in the wrong thing mm -hmm. that makes it harder. Mm -hmm. Dude, Cheesecake Factory, you can order steak, grilled chicken, a side of a cup of half rice or whatever, yeah. and veggies. That's it. Don't make it a big deal. Yeah. That's Don't make it. it a big deal. That's all it is. Just enunciate, yep. hey, I need this. Okay, they want your money. <laughs> Trust me, they yeah. want your money. <laughs> I need eight ounces of steak with no sauce, no butter, no oil, and six pieces of asparagus, no oil, no sauce, no butter, on a plate. And guess what's going to come? Eight ounces of steak with six pieces For of asparagus. $35. Yeah, it might be 35 bucks, but you're going to get your you're gonna get your meal. And you're going to get the peace of mind. And, 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 and you can stay on track with your diet. Yep. I think that there's... I, I, I agree with the way that you say that they romanticize the diet because, you know, people, it's fascinating. I was what I'm trying to get this one guy on the podcast, by the way, did you see um, who I sent you last night? Did you read any of his stuff? Did you have no, the mental? I, with the, no, his, uh, uh, one on one patients. Or yeah, his, his stuff is very, is probably a little too intense yeah. for right now, but you'll, you'll be mind blown. Um, anyways, this person I want to come on and 
what he is talking about and expressing. Um, he's been banned from socials multiple times. He's back on, but he's going to get banned again. He is expressing how our dopamine reward system has just been completely manipulated by food and by, um, I guess, like big food, if you will, and what's going on there. And he's just simply educating people on why this is happening, what you can do to prevent it. And you know what's crazy to me? People like don't want to change that. People want to continue their reliance on whatever, you know, their vice maybe. People want to continue that. But the reality is like, I can promise you, look, I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake more than anyone listening to this. I love cheesecake so much, but I'm very aware that like my body would rather have my body, my mind, my gut, my, all the way to a cellular level would rather have the healthier food options, more wholesome food options mm -hmm. than this cheesecake. But we have been so manipulated and turned into these dopamine craving monsters that we just cannot fucking stop treating ourselves like trash cans. When anyone said, when anyone shows me a picture, cause I asked them, asked my clients for food pictures. What did yeah. you eat? Oh, I went out to a birthday party and had, you know, enchilada fucking dip with yeah. cookies. I always say, and what did that do for you? Nothing. It never does anything. The water burger will never do anything. Water burger doesn't care about you. This stuff does nothing for you, nothing positive. And the quicker you are able to understand that yep. and adopt that yep. and then figure out how to manipulate food. For example, my coach Dom sends me a plan every three days or whatever. I look at it and I immediately say, how can I take this food and make it how I want to fucking eat it? Yep. So today, rest day diet, I have to eat pancakes in the morning. I have to. That's a, that's a no, it's a non-negotiable. I love seeing your posts. Pancakes or some sort of dessert. That's, I have to eat something sweet. Yeah. So I had six ounces of flank. This was the meal. Six ounces of flank, three whole eggs, one banana, 40 grams of carbs from bowl of gains. So I took this. I said, okay, I'm making six ounces of flank with veggies. I'm taking my three whole eggs. I'm whisking them with a smashed banana. <laughs> I'm putting cinnamon, vanilla extract, baking powder, and salt, and I'm making pan... Banana fucking cinnamon pancakes. Dude, they were incredible. Take a picture of these? I, yeah, I've, I've logged it today. Oh yeah, God. let me let me see. Oh if I, my God, that sounds good. Dude, it was like better than anything from a diner. And this is how I eat all my shit. Yeah. That's how you eat all, all of your meals, all of prep. All the all the time. The pancake craze that you've started is is remarkable. What are you leveraging this into? Is flavor getting about to come out with its own pancake powder? That's what we need to do. Those look fucking This is good. eggs and banana. That's it, dude. Those look fucking good. That's part of my Those plan. Good. So you're going to tell me I can't eat pancakes? Yeah. Like, right there. Yeah. That's incredible. But So my issue is I just, I don't have the foresight to like think that way. I haven't adopted that. I haven't practiced it. I have none of that. Well, I mean. Interesting. If you, if you don't want to eat that, you don't have to think like that. I yeah. want to eat like that. So yeah. I'm like, I need to think of that. Another, another thing, um, I personally, I love, I love protein. I love animal protein. Like I love the taste of eggs mm -hmm. and I love, I love like, is it weird? I love just eating animal no, protein. I love like, it. I feel like a fucking savage when I eat a rare flank steak and some fucking over medium. Are you, you going to say you don't want to eat like that? 
I would love to eat like well, that. Well, hold on. If you like to eat like that, yeah. then eat like that. Yeah. That's my point of dieting. So where I'm at, where would you, where, where could you, in, in my prep, I, my vice was bull gains. That's what my carb source was. And dude, it was awesome. I would just put some fruit in there. I'd heat up in the pit on the stovetop. Which, like, I believe that's the only way to fucking make it. Heat up on the stovetop, whisk it around. I put some fruit in there. I'd smash it up. I, like, let it all cool mm -hmm. um, and coagulate in yep. the freezer. Yep. And then it's almost like, I don't even know what that consistency would be like, but it's fucking unbelievable. And, like, for me and my prep, like, that worked extremely well. And if you're someone listening to this and you have, like, jasmine rice in your plan or rice cakes in your plan or anything like that, like, Bowl of Gains is a very adequate substitution for any of those things. Unbelievably tasty. Mm -hmm. But especially if you have like berries or almond butter with this rice. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, the I'll, brownie butter with almond butter yeah. is absolutely insane. And I don't understand. Like I'll, I'll give people a plan, you know, it's like food plus food plus food plus food. And they all eat it like segmented and divided. I'm like, are you Psycho. Yeah, that's how people. That, but that's how that's like how berries. Yeah, rice cakes. Yeah, almond butter. Like, <laughs> are you a fucking psycho? <laughs> Fifty grams away, you make a shake and a spoonful of almond butter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how people eat. I would say ninety percent of people listening to this podcast. That's how they eat. Yeah. So what I would do is I, I film this. I on my vlog. I if I had my, I made this dish. Okay. Yeah. 50 grams of whey plus 20 or 15 grams of almond butter, I think, or maybe it was 30. I can't remember. I put all my different gut cocktail that are all chocolate flavored. Yeah. Powders, you know, fiber, greens, whey, little almond milk. And I made a thick, thick batter. Okay. A dough. I made a dough. Okay. Okay. Chocolate almond butter dough. And then I cut it up and made little balls and made truffles. <laughs> Chocolate fucking truffles. <laughs> Digestive health yes. chocolate truffles. And you are drinking a thing and then a fucking thing. <laughs> My diet sucks. <laughs> I mean truffles. <laughs> no wonder I don't cheat on my diet. I'm eating truffles. <laughs> oh my God. That's They're good. legit. They're fucking, yeah. They were legit truffles. Yeah. Okay. How often do you do that? Um, whenever I have nut butter in my pants. So yeah. maybe I think it was twice a week. Okay. Twice a week. And so I don't abuse these things. Yeah. And when I'm in shape and I'm doing everything, I start my day off 60 minutes activity I know. and I'm getting this huge caloric yeah. output. Yeah. I can get away with putting, Absolutely. you know, extra couple extra, you know, 80 calories. Yeah. That's one. Sorry. I'm going off on a tangent here. These, these bodybuilders that don't understand thermodynamics. Yeah. I, um, I can't have that sauce. Uh, it's not in my diet. Um, <laughs> Go for a walk. <laughs> Get off your ass and burn and 10 calories. Walk. Like walk. That's all you have to do. Like I was sampling at factory um, and someone uh, sampling bully gains and someone, you know, I gave the sample and then the, someone tasted the sample yeah. and then someone made a comment. Aren't you in prep? Uh, a little spoonful <laughs> like this much. What do you, th a, a fraction of a calorie? Go fart. <laughs> Go, Go fart. That's what you just burned to eat that sample. Like <laughs> the people that are so neurotic about these calories. Yeah. But they're not even in shape. Yeah. I'm like, I am shredded to the gills, yeah. people. Yeah. 
Like there's an inch in my glutes. Yeah. I, I do this and there's an inch gap of my glutes. Your glutes have an inch of fat <laughs> and you're counting like fractions of a calorie. Get with it, dude. It's a simple understanding of kind of learning how to bodybuild, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, I had a, an athlete this morning ask me about um, adding the flavor gang salsas in and whatnot. And I was like, dude, I've never had anyone had a digestive issue with them. It's going to make your prep much more easier. Yada, yada, right? Because things are getting tough in that prep. Um, I was like, add them in, blah, blah. Okay, well, it's extra calories. We had this whole conversation like, dude, her cardio is at like 900 calories a day. <laughs> <laughs> right now she's walking 11,000 steps. She's taking clenbuterol. And I was like, I just don't exactly. think that matters very much. Like, it just Hold on. Let's, let's think about this. Yeah. If those 30 calories yeah. are what separate you from getting shredded yeah. and not, you're doing a lot yeah. of things wrong. I want to see your cardio output. Yeah. I would love to see your effort in the gym. Yeah. I would just the effort somewhere. It's amazing in bodybuilding. The greatest the greatest limiting factor and also the greatest accelerating factor, simply just effort. If you go insanely hard, like you're talking about the stair master, I did something similar on the elliptical. If I had 800 calories of elliptical cardio, the first 600, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going like 10 cows a minute. I don't mind having an hour cardio, but those last 200, I'm cranking that bitch up and I'm fucking going and I'm getting after it and I'm going to get it done fast too. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it—I it, uh, was also an adder all the time, <laughs> so kind of helped me. That was like when it was hitting. I was like, okay, for 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 you, it worked extremely well, and like that's like for me, it was a competitive outlet, and I think for you, it's kind of a competitive outlet too. But like, let's just fucking give effort. What's your full effort? Will will smooth over so many things. 99% of yeah. the questions I get asked on the daily from an athlete could just be simply mitigated by unbelievably extreme amounts of effort. But like, we're getting so lost in these minutia, the minutia, little tiny details. Someone asked me, one of my clients, Hey Ross, can we carb cycle for fat loss? I said, first off, we are already doing that. Second off, I want you to focus on training harder. Yeah. You're training like a bikini chick. Yeah. That's a paraplegic. <laughs> okay. You're a male <laughs> on TRT. Like you're train. Let's think it. Let's, if you just work harder. Yeah. So many things will just like magically happen. Yeah. I agree. But they don't, they like want to not do that yeah. and say, Oh, can we just like change this and this and this? No, we absolutely can't. I have a question for you. Sure. I saw, I was, I, I, I love your Q and A's. I said, that's the last time you were on too. Hey, when, after we record a podcast, do you listen to it back? Mm, no, not back, but maybe like maybe a couple of weeks. I after. listen to all of ours. Cause I don't, I don't remember what I say <laughs> at all ever. Yeah. Okay. You said in your, um, in one of your Q and A's, you're like, I don't watch porn. Someone asked oh. you a question about porn. I'll watch porn. Why don't you watch porn? I don't. Why don't you? Oh, um, it's, <laughs> I have extremely radical beliefs on this. It's probably the same reason I don't watch golf. <laughs> like it just like, what a fucking parallel. <laughs> I, got, I, I got nothing. I got I, like, I got nothing out of it. I got nothing. Yeah. Like it's the same shit that it's what, what's what I guess it's for me is that like, 
there is a million lifetimes of porn. Yeah. Like there's a million years of porn. And you need, there's, there needs to be more of it. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand it. Um, it, I guess it just doesn't stimulate me anymore. Mm -hmm. I think, um, while we're going on this, I used to, you know, watch it all the time. Um, and I figure I, I was feeling, I'm guessing connecting the dots. My sex life wasn't where I wanted it to be. Yeah. Because, you know, you're looking at um, things that are, are hyper on a spectrum. Yeah. And the reality is not when reality should be the hyper. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, since we're on this topic, I'm practice. I'm going to practice celibacy for a whole year. No. Yeah. No, you are yeah. not. I don't support yeah. this. What? Yeah. I just, I, I was talking, talking to Cody. I have goals that, uh, so girls, guys, if you're watching, I'm unavailable for, <laughs> you are unbelievable for a long time. You're unbelievable. Do not message me. I'm not going to go on dinner dates with you. I'm not interested. We'll go on dinner dates with me. Uh, yes. You can come with us, <laughs> but I'm not doing this. Okay. I'm just not ready for the bullshit. Like okay. there's inherent bullshit within a relationship. That is always going to be there. I agree. And I'm not ready for that at all. I can't because it literally ruins like mm -hmm. so much momentum. It's such a distraction. There could be this amazing. And then it's like, why did you have to do that? I know. So um, that's a big announcement. I'm no girls for no girls. since it's been. It's been like since Valentine's Day. So. Oh, dude, you're already three months in. Yeah, easy. No, this is, you only got nine months to go. Oh, it's easy. Oh my gosh, that's nothing. I know. <laughs> Valentine's Day next year, Ross is fucking, dude. Fucking. A whole room of porn. <laughs> oh, like an escape room <laughs> of, of porn. porn. <laughs> you gotta you like, jerk off like <laughs> to open the locks. You know the uh, pocket pussy is made here. Oh, in Austin. It's made in Austin. It's made. <laughs> it's, you, it's in, it's in you pass room. you on the way to factory. You pass where it's made. It's really? on. It's on when you're going down to factory. It's on the left side. Uh huh. Oh, it's made okay. here in Austin. Gotcha. Um, there's like an exotic yeah, world yeah, yeah, in front yeah, yeah. of it. The pocket pussies are made in back. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I hate porn. Yeah. I think porn is one of the weakest things that a man can that a man can can be a part of and partake in. If this offends you, that's okay. You're who I'm talking to. Why are we watching porn? For what we are, we are 30 year old. I'm a 30 year old man now. We're 30. Go have sex, go practice in real time. You said it perfectly. This porn is this fantasy hyper thing mm -hmm. that I think has diluted sex to a point where people. People have sex to get off rather than the experience of sex. And I think the experience of sex is very animalistic in nature. I think it's very expressive in nature. It's an artistic outlet for you to be able mm -hmm. to freely express your masculinity and be able to combine that with a woman's femininity, at least for myself and, and I guess yeah. yourself as well for, for straight individuals. And I'm not keen on how it works, um, you know, in, in, in other relationships, but like, I feel like that's the way to express yourself, but also embrace another person's expression because you're coming together for this artistic outlet. And I haven't always viewed sex that way. Um, sex used to be like this super pleasurable, like just, just go get off, just go get fucked. I like the experience. I want it to be a thing. I want it to like be something mm -hmm. and, and, and be intense and have meaning. I want there to be communication, all these things. What the fuck is porn? I, what in the fuck is going it's, on? It's in just porn? like, I guess, I, let me see if I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah. Watching porn would be like going through the fast food line 
and then just doing this. Can I get a cheeseburger? And then you just do this. <laughs> and just shove it right in your mouth. And you're like, <laughs> and then you drive off. Instead <laughs> of like how making love would be like, you know, you uh, like foreplay, you book yeah. the reservations, you get ready, yeah. you make the drive, you, yep. you know. <laughs> Set the ambiance. You you know. Exactly. Hello, welcome to Jake Harris. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then you know, do the tasting. Yes, and then you get the fucking stick. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. That's one hundred percent what it is. And watching porn is now for women. I do think it's a little bit different. So the only way to really get good at sex is by having a lot of sex. And like women, obviously, sex is more of an emotional connection than it is for most men. For most men, it's going to be more of a physical connection. The emotional comes second. Uh, for women, you kind of have to capture them emotionally. For most women, you kind of have to capture them emotionally first and, um, you know, then take it from there. Where It's a waste of time. You're... There's also, there's a waste of, of vitality, of, of vigor. Mm. There's, there's an edge that you operate with when, like, you're a little horny. And when you got a little something, you know, stored in you and you're just every time you're ready to get one off, you just throw some fucking porn. You just get it off. Mm -hmm. How fucking weak are you? You don't have any discipline to even just not nut for fucking a couple hours. Leverage that intensity, that, that vigor, that manlyhood into like your fucking work into something that fucking matters. Go out. And strike a conversation with a woman and captivate her emotionally. And I bet within a couple weeks, if you play your cards right, you can have sex with her. But they don't want to. They want to go to the fast food line. They know they can get a McDouble with extra mayo. And it's going to be smashed. I want a Jay Carver's porterhouse. I want a 50-ounce porterhouse. And these motherfuckers are going to get double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. I don't understand. It drives me nuts. One of my really close friends and I recently had a conversation about porn because he'd been watching porn. I told him, I was like, that's unacceptable around me, dog. It's weak. And here's the reasons why. And the discipline component's a huge deal for me. It's a massive deal. If you can't walk around a little bit horny, you can't walk around a little bit, you know, a little bit something to go, then like, I, I, I think it's really weak. Mm. So when I saw you talk about that, I was like, dude, I would love to discuss on the podcast because it's a, this quick dope. It's again, it's the dopamine chase. Yeah. It's the dopamine response. Netflix has a really fascinating um, documentary out about porn. I watched maybe the first like 40 minutes of it. I haven't finished it yet, but talking about the industry and how it's completely leveraged to manipulate your psyche and your psychology, mm -hmm. because then you watch this and the girl's so hot. She's having such a good time. Dude, it's all acting. Mm -hmm. And like the guy's fucking so big. And so, you know, there's like things they inject before they go to like keep it that way and they make it that way. Like, you know, this is all fake. But you're viewing this as real and then you go to I'm have sex. sex for like 12 hours. <laughs> and you go to have sex with your normal size penis with a normal size woman who's having normal responses to a normal size cock. And like, you're like, well, this sucked. Well, that, that, that didn't live up to the expectation. <laughs> but that carries over everywhere in your life. That's the same people that hit you up and they're like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Okay, like I need to think about it. Like what have you been thinking about? Because mm -hmm. you have all of these issues going on. Those are the exact same people. Those yep. are the people that are easy to manipulate. They, they're not able to stand on their own two feet. And I personally, I think it's really fucking weak watching porn. I have one last question for you that I wanted to discuss because I've never discussed it on the podcast. Well, it's a two-part question, number one. Two parts. 
So really, it's two questions. Number one, what would it take for you to go back to being natural? Oh. Someone came to you right now, and they were like, here's my offer. You can have anything in the world that you want, but you can never have high testosterone again. And you, you just have to stop. You have to stop right now. Dude, I remember. So there's an asterisk. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing <laughs> when I was natural. And we talked about this when I was on the podcast with Thomas. I knew one thing. As hard as I can. Yeah. To train as hard as I can. Me and my, fr my friend Joe, Joe, if you're watching this, we used to train like fucking psychos. Yeah. Natty. Yeah. Not even pre-workout, not even whey protein. That's like how natty we were. I can't really answer that because if I, ha if I was, if I was me now and I would have, I'd have a diet coach, I'd be, you know, structured with that. So I wouldn't know how to feel. Mm -hmm. All I remember feeling back when I was natural was I was so sore all the time like hit by a bus sore i'd never want that again like so sore yeah flat and sore yep all the fucking all the fucking time and everything you ate showed i would try to compensate for it oh for and like sure, have this dude. bull i'd have like steak and shake yeah and the next morning i wake up by looking trash and i'd be like oh fuck. well do you know the reason why i started i don't Okay, that's a great, great topic. You started bodybuilding or PEDs? PEDs. Okay, no. I did a natty photo shoot. Okay, completely dieted myself. Okay. How uh, lean were you? I, I mean, for natural, I was pretty, you know, 170 lean. Okay. Better than a lot of physiques with drugs. Yeah. Again, had no idea what I was doing. I had no direction, no support, nothing. After the photo shoot, I binge date. And I got really bad into binge eating yep. to the point where I used to bake, I used to bake like high quality bakes, okay. baked goods, you know, triple ganache, triple layer ganache cakes and everything. I used to bake entire things and eat it all yep. and throw it up. And that was the start of a horrible food addiction. Okay. Binging and purging when I was natural. And That's then I, insane, yeah. Dude. And then I started reading how to. How to eat more food. And then I stumbled behind, uh, stumbled upon BMR. Yep. Basal, basal metabolic rate. The more muscle you have, naturally, the more calories you need to facilitate the function of the muscle. So I said, well, how, what's the quickest way I can gain fucking muscle? Mm -hmm. Gear. Yep. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. What was your first cycle? Oh, it was horrible, dude. Oh, fuck. Mine was too. No experience, no experience. No, I had direction of a, of a old school guy. It was, uh, just Deca. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. and the diet was every week, just eat 500 calories more. Well, I don't even know what a calorie was. So I would just go, you know, work out and then go right to the cafeteria hall. And I used to have pictures of Facebook. It was like an entire tray of food, like pizza, burgers, chicken wings, cookies, everything demolished and I just got fat. I got fat and watery from the DECA. It was just like a fucking bloated mess. I was huge. Yeah. Went from 175 to like 230. Jesus but fucking Christ. fat. Yeah. Bad 230. Mm -hmm. Did people aren't you know you were on steroids? You oh, didn't yeah. try to hide it or you just no. couldn't hide it? No, both. Yeah. I didn't want to hide it. I mean, I don't hide anything ever in my life. It's yeah. not in my DNA. Yeah. Even like my college football coaches were like, why, why didn't you do this one? You're fucking playing. 
It's like, damn, awesome. yeah. Against okay. back then. So my first was 40 milligrams of Winstrol a day. Mm. <laughs> but if I, random. I, I had this, um, I had this little dropper vial. Oh, of suspension, Winstrol suspension. It said like shake well before you mm. saying you shake it up is pink. It oh. tasted terrible. I think I've fucked yeah. around with that. Yeah, so chemically, yeah. It, it was disgusting. Yeah. And I would draw it up, and, you know, on the dropper, it has, like, 0. 0.5, it has one. I would draw it up. It'd be around one, and I'd mm-hmm. just fucking throw it into my mouth. I'd swallow it with some water, chase it down with some fucking yep. That was the first one, and it was, like, three weeks. I was like, yeah, I'm not seeing anything from this. And I was like, I'm already fat. I'm trying to take a DHT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was crazy lean. Oh. My whole life, I was so peeled i just i was just uh, i'm the extreme ectomorph uh, um like if i if i miss an intake on a day dude i'm down 10 pounds like even now so went back and i was like hey, i want some testosterone <laughs> i got a vial of testosterone and then i was like oh fuck like this is fun. this is what being a man feels like yeah. i was like i was like 21 maybe mm. um so like that was my first cycle but it was a testosterone propionate and i was doing one injection a week <laughs> As coaches, this gives us like leverage though. Like, hey, don't do what we did. <laughs> don't do what we did. But when I was natty, I learned the exact same thing you did. I went fucking nuts in the gym. Dude, I, we would start every session with uh, pyramid pull ups. Uh, oh my God, yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Then we go to the assisted pull up machine. We go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Or you kick our feet back and our partner would yep. hold us up. Mm-hmm. And we were just doing that. I was just tricep extending. I just didn't stop tricep extending. I just kept fucking going. Yep. And I would get this pump because, you know, you're, you're natty. So the pump lasts like a minute i'd get this pump and it flicks in the mirror oh i'd fucking hit these 90 pound chest press i was just fucking flying them up just terrible but i was just fucking training dude i was just training and i was going nuts with it and i was growing muscle natty for sure i was i was definitely growing some muscle natty um but like dude my diet just always sucked so bad honestly until till like four or five years ago i just didn't realize how to diet For myself, like I can tell you, I could have told you everything, but for myself, I just couldn't do it. Um, I'm not sure why. One day I literally woke up and I was like, no motherfucker, I'm hitting this shit perfect to perfection. And this is what I'm doing. And I'm someone who like, dude, I can't diet on clean cows in the off season. It's impossible for me to hit that food intake. Like there has to be cheat meals today, multiple cheat meals today or off meals today or whatever for me to hit these caloric intake marks that I need to continue improving. Comes down to math. It's simple fucking thermodynamics and it's simple fucking math like like you were alluding to earlier. Mm -hmm. But what I'm frustrated with now is there's too many people who are natural, who want to go on PEDs, who want whatever. And they don't fucking have any essence of how to train and like actually get the the fuck out after it dude and along with that dude ross you remember how tired you were when you were natty after a training session i'd go home and i'd just nap like you, dude it's unbelievable I, mean, I still do that right now <laughs> yeah after leg day after leg day sometimes it's the most convenient to just go nap but you just go home and have to nap like, these people are natty and they got these sleeping issues they got these low training issues and it's like dude you have to give your body a reason to like want to go to bed your body just doesn't like want to go to bed dude. sorry i need to interrupt yeah. you sorry yeah the i can't sleep in prep because i'm on trend okay i have nailed this down i am on trend and i'm sleeping nine and a half hours a night yeah do you know why 
because I work my body into the fucking ground. Your ass sits in the fucking desk chair all day long. Hopped up on stims all day. For what? What are you? Because you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Right. Right. What are you simulating? Because it makes you feel good. It gives you a little bit of a high. Do 15,000 steps, bike for an hour, do an additional 30 minutes of cardio, two posing rounds, um, stand in the entire day working, and then have an insane killer uh, lifting session, and I guarantee your ass is going to sleep. Guarantee it. They're just not moving. You guys are watching this, and you're on prep, and you're taking trend. Listen to me. Move. 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 Just fucking moving. You know, I love Huberman's podcast. You know, at Huberman's podcast, he and Matthew Walker talking about like the the melatonin synthesis, get sun in your eyes, all that stuff. And I, I do all that. I subscribe to all of that. I do it every single day. When I'm done with this, I'm going to get my hair cut and then I'm zooming home before rush hour traffic and I'm fucking getting my eyes into the sun. And I know, and also we have a cheat code. Like I understand that, whatever. But get your ass in the sun. When it's dark outside, you stop with the stimulant. You stop with, I don't fucking use my TV. I really honestly need to get rid of it. It shouldn't be in my home. Leave your phone outside your room, all that stuff. But people are like skipping all of this. They're skipping movement. They're skipping achievement. And they're going straight to like get sun in your eyes. Yep. Oh, calm down at night. Uh, well, you don't have anything to calm down from. When it gets dark outside at night, I'm like, oh my God, are like it's nighttime again? No fucking way. I feel like I'm like missing out on all of this life because I'm just fucking grinding. And that is what my life is about. It's just fucking grind, just like yours. It's just fucking grinding. But it's like, God damn, dude, like I'm going to blink today and it's going to be dark to outside. And I'm like, oh, it's time to go to bed again, I guess. And then you actually have something to calm down for. People are trying to calm down from being calm. (laughs) You didn't achieve anything today. And you're wanting to calm down. Take the revive calm. Mm-hmm. And I take the appendagen and I take the theanine and the three and I take all these things and I'm calm. I can't sleep. Like, no, you don't need a sleeping mask, a nasal band, a nasal band, mm-hmm. and a fucking mouth tape because you didn't achieve anything you didn't on the do day. Anything to warrant sleep. You trained five RPE in the gym for 10 fucking sets that you called With work 10 sets. In reserve. <laughs> yeah. And, and you didn't and do you any cardio. And you took your fucking 500 milligram pre workout. <laughs> pre workout. Yeah. As you're working out you at 8 it. o'clock at night. When you take stimulants, you need to stimulate your brain to use those things and people aren't doing it. Just like when you take testosterone, give your fucking body a reason to use the testosterone. If you take growth hormone, but you don't fucking train hard, there's no reason for you to take it. Every single thing you put in your body, you have to give your body a reason to need it and to use it. And I feel like that was the overarching message of our entire conversation today. Ross, I really appreciate you coming on. I know you're real tired right now, but Dude, it's like, you'd be amazed at all the guests and everyone I have on. I've had you on more than anyone else. And people just like want more Ross. We, we, we have a good dynamic. We do. But dude, I miss you. I'm excited to get you back. Um, I, I, I have something to handle with what I was talking to you about before the podcast that if it's handled, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very excited to come out next week and, and watch you, but, uh, I'm definitely excited to have my friend back, <laughs> but I'm proud of you. Um, I know you hate being told that, but I'm proud of you. The God pod, uh, uh, fam is proud of you, but, um, I appreciate you coming on and chatting with Thank me you, brother. always until next time, make sure to leave us five star rating review, share us. 
you guys know who Ross is and where to find him, but subscribe to his YouTube channel because the vlogs are pretty fucking epic. I can't lie and enjoy Raw and uncut, cardio. no filter, no edit. Yep. And it's he's perfect. even shitting on him in a porta potty. <laughs> if you want to see Ross shit in a porta potty, subscribe to his YouTube. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.